Welcome, 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 one and all to the Alamonte Show Report. I am your host, Donnell Alamonte Morris. Welcome. I need to start using the Alamonte Show Report in my uh, posts, in my videos, but no here, no there. Here I am. Welcome. Um, first off, before we get into a speech, I want to thank everybody for downloading my last show. Thank y'all so very, 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 very much. I decided to start dedicating content to the Dallas Cowboys. I know that y'all like it a lot, but I also be talking about other things too as well. Um, but y'all got me over the 300 uh, mark threshold by a lot. Um, keep downloading, but I need y'all to subscribe. Listen to me. Subscribe to the Alamonte Show Report. Um, if y'all could do that, I'd be happy to oblige or at least have me on one of your favorites when you browse through the internet um but keep downloading but i need y'all to subscribe to the show and i'll promise you i will start um doing this i need to start putting this on my schedule on my uh calendar but i need y'all to subscribe but enough about that let's get to this coop 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 cooper rush ladies and gentlemen now, a lot of the talking heads, um, talking about the big boys from FS1 um, and ESPN, including the independent ones that I've been supporting as of late, um, Cowboy uh, talking heads, they've been, for years, been saying that Cooper Rush is not ready. Cooper Rush is, you know, he, he's not to Dak's level. He, he he cannot hold a team down like Dak can or any other uh, elite quarterback in the NFL league. Uh, but let me ask you this. Name me any backups right now in the NFL that can do that. Or have you heard that from, like, other uh, – backups in the NFL, not only now, but back in the day too. If you say you heard those type of sayings before, then y'all should be putting Tom Brady in that category. Should be putting Tony Romo in that category. We should be putting um, Aaron Rodgers in that category. And those are three elite quarterbacks. One was our quarterback. Me, I would say before all this happened, even when he played Minnesota, I was skeptical. I think, we, well, minus everybody that was skeptical and still skeptical. I want to see what Cooper Rush had to offer. I want to see how Cooper Rush is going to do this. And this is me before the Minnesota game. Of last year. I wasn't expecting Cooper Rush to be explosive, to be mobile, to do all these type of things that I don't know what the other side Cowboy Nation is expecting or what the ESPNs or the talking heads up there are expecting out of Cooper Rush. I was actually looking to us to win 
period. That Cooper Rush needs to do what he's supposed to do and go up in there, call the plays, and execute. And he did all those things. And he won us that game. Our defense did their thing, but Cooper Rush did his thing with that offense. Now, which leads to this year with the injury to Dak. When they said that Cooper Rush was going to come in, going to take over, first of all, before I even get to Cooper Rush, hearing, once again, you're going to, start, you're going to hear me bring up the talking heads, including, our, unfortunately, our independent uh, cowboy uh Cowboy YouTubers were saying, well, we need to bring in a new quarterback. We need to bring in people. We need to bring in people who have experience and all that stuff. Now, I entertained that with one thing. I said, if they was going to get a quarterback, I would say Cam Newton. I think West Coast Cowboy, uh, he was saying that. And out of all the... Uh, quarterbacks that were on the market during that time, I'm like, yeah, that's a no-brainer. But the only issues you would have with Cam Newton is health, excuse me, his accuracy. Um, So those only two issues I would have with him. But I was just just flown, like, like thrown off guard too because Cooper Rush won us a game, which actually took my hat out of the discussion. That's it, ladies and gentlemen, here, here on this show, if this is your first time listening or you've been listening to my shows for the longest, you know that I keep it 100 on here. I'm, I'm truthful and honest to the best of my ability. I will say that I was wrong, but if I was proven right, I'm going to say I'm, I'm right. But I'm here to tell you, I had my hat in that conversation about backup quarterbacks, but then I had to take my hat out of the rate, um, out of the conversation because Cooper Rush had proven to have won us a game. He has proven that if you tell this man this is what you need to do, he will go out and execute. This man don't have to be flashy as Tom Brady. He don't need to be as flashy as a Michael Vick. He don't even need to be as poised as Dak. Cooper Rush need to do what Cooper Rush need to do. And that's win the game. To lead that offense. Call audibles when they need to be called. Do what Cooper Rush need to do. And I'm fine. And we all should be fine. But I just love how everybody was calling this season a bust. That this season's over. Now, on my last show, I did mention that I was pissed off about the season, that we need to fix it, we need to do something. But I never did say that this season's over. Never did say that. Because Dak is not the Dallas Cowboys. And that's one thing us Cowboys fans need to understand. When we have a star player go down, one thing that Jason Garrett said, 
of his tenure, and that's me saying a lot about him, is that he always go by this credo of next man up. And guess what? Y'all need to start giving Mike McCarthy credit because with the backups that we had under Jason Garrett, even though it's basically the same people, wasn't that prepped, wasn't that good. But look what Mike McCarthy did to Cooper Rush. Look at the backups that we have when one of our guys went down. Look what they did. Just look back at all the people that we had under the Jason Garrett era into the Mike McCarthy era. Every time we had a player go down, the backup took over. Look at how great they performed that y'all not looking at. Look at that D-line. Y'all would say because of Dan Quinn, that's that's great. But see, see me, I like to see internally of what's going on. But to y'all logic, if anything goes wrong, y'all blame Mike McCarthy. So minus my logic, let's go to your logic. With all those backups coming in and supporting that D-line, should you give credit to Mike McCarthy? Because it's his team, right? And also to the same man that owns the team? Should you be thanking him? Yes, I'm talking to you, Cowboy Nation. Yes, I'm talking to you, ESPN Talking Heads, including Independence. We celebrate victories and wins like everything been good this whole entire time. But when we lose, we like to blame Mike McCarthy, Jason Garrett. I'm not just Garrett. Um, he likes me, he's talking about me, and Jerry Jones. But we never praise them when we're winning. What I'm telling you is keep that same damn energy. Not one minute you're pissed off, mad, and then next minute you're happy. Now, all of a sudden, those problems you had before just disappears. But then, if we lose again, now all of a sudden, those issues and problems that disappeared a week ago, now all of a sudden reappears. Look, just because you paint a pig with freaking makeup doesn't mean it's still a pig. Doesn't mean it isn't a pig. It's still a pig. It's still a pig. It's a pig with makeup. The same pig you could continue to look at when you get hungry and you thinking about some pork ribs, bacon, and a slice of ham. So keep the same energy. Because if it wasn't for Mike McCarthy, not Kellen Moore. Because let's be clear and let's be for real. If it wasn't for Mike McCarthy doing his thing with these backups, we wouldn't be in the position that we are right now or be in the position we was last season. Look it up. Look it up. Look at that D-line. Look at Cooper at that game. 
Look at this, ladies and gentlemen. Look at Noah Brown. Noah Brown, who y'all always threw on the bus. I never threw Noah Brown on the bus. I just believe Noah Brown wasn't getting the ball as much. He wasn't. Kellen Moore was not putting him in positions of succeeding. He was basically a, I hate to use a NASCAR term, but he was a field filler. He was just filling in for the fourth wide receiver. And you know the fourth wide receiver don't get that much action. And look at how much action he got during that game. Y'all need to start putting respect on Noah Brown. I know it's uh, I know this uh, this post is about Cooper Rush, but this is more about Cooper Rush. Because a lot of y'all who said the same things about Cooper Rush not being ready, the same things y'all say about Noah Brown. He's not that wide receiver. He's not that wide receiver. And look at what he did. I guarantee you, Noah Brown and Cooper Rush are like the have a probably have the same relationship like Dak and Zeke. And before they went out that game, I guarantee they told each other, let's show these folks how much we suck. Let's show them how much that we're not ready or equipped for this league. And they went out there and they shut each and every one of y'all asses up. Period. And y'all know it. Live y'all are not even man enough or woman enough to admit that. Live y'all are secretly eating crow. Sitting there and just join this victory and not realizing this victory is just rubbing it in y'all faces because y'all been doubting these two since they became cowboys. Look up Noah Brown when he was with the Ohio State. Repping it. Ripping it, tearing it up. As much as respect y'all need to put on Cooper Rush's name, y'all need to put as much respect on Noah Brown's name. See, we are so convinced with the flashy and what can go on ESPN or FS1 rather than the players that are consistent on the daily. And then behind the scenes, how much do these coaches work with these wide receivers for them to play at that level? See, we don't talk about that. Oh, no, bro, he's not the, he's not C.D. Lamb. Okay, but how much does the coaching staff work with that wide receiver? How much do they value their skills or have plays that is geared to their skills? Rather than what can they do for me on this play? Have they produced these plays? Okay, then I throw this back at you. Were the plays geared to their skills? Is Noah Brown a slot receiver? Or he's an outside receiver? Like, these are things y'all have to ask yourselves, too. You just can't expect a player just to get a random play that's not geared to their strength just because they're a wide receiver, they expect to catch it. Like, come on. You got to train the player for that technique. You got to train them. And first of all, as a coach, gear it to their skill. 
Because you're not going to have this player as a slot receiver every play. You got to change it up. Like they say it goes, you have to take what the defense give you. So you have to put that wide receiver in the right position. You have to set that wide receiver up for success. And then, then their skills will show to display. At the same time, that play have to be geared to their skill. Because you cannot have a wide receiver who is known to be a freaking slot always on the outside. You got to mix it up. Just because they're good as a slot, you got to mix it up a little bit. But you can't always have them there. That's why you had to gear it up to their skill. You're not always going to have a freaking running back always running the ball. They have to run block. They have to block. They have to freaking, they have to go out in the slot. They also have to catch the ball too. Pass protect too. You have to get them prepped to get them ready and have their skill, have plays to put them in a position to win. You got to prep these plays to gear them up to their skills. And I know I'm going too far into it, but hopefully y'all understood that. But what I'm saying is put some respect on Noah Brown's game um, name. But back to Cooper Rush. This man has single-handedly saved the season for all those who thought the season was over. This man has became a diamond in the rough. But see, he was a diamond in the rough before this. We just overlooked it because Dak is that shiny diamond that's already out the rocks. But now all of a sudden, that diamond have been stolen from us and we've just been ignoring this shining diamond in the rough that's been shining in our freaking eyes for this longest period of time but we choose to ignore it and look what that man done man didn't do no picks man had a solid game he did what he needed to do and I believe that he's more geared to a Keller Moore type office than Dak. Because I believe that Cooper Rush, to me, and this is just me, is willing to sit down and listen to Keller Moore rather than knowing that this guy used to be your teammate and now he got a coaching job. So, that's to me is the different factors for me about how Cooper Rush and Keller Moore have a great relationship with each other. It's that respect. I'm not saying that Dak probably does not respect Keller Moore, but like I said in the last show, are you going to respect somebody that you work with, but now they're in a supervisory position and now you're going to take orders from them after you've been working with this person for years? A lot of y'all would say like, yeah, but really, 
If you was in Dak's shoes, you've been playing with Kellen Moore for like, what, two or three, four seasons uh, as a freaking backup quarterbacks, and you were starting ahead of him, and now he's a freaking, he was an assistant offensive coordinator. Now, well, he's a, I think he was a quarterback coach. Then he went to assistant, um, assistant freaking offensive coordinator. Now he's your offensive coordinator? You don't think that's going to rub you the wrong way? Literally, people, think about that. Think about that. That would have anybody feeling some type of way. When somebody's critiquing you, you did this wrong, you should do this, you should do that, you, you, you're going to take that into consideration? If y'all sitting there saying, no, I wouldn't, you are insane out your damn membrane. Probably the same people don't put this, don't put the toilet seat down. Or if they hear any advice from somebody they don't like, they'd be like, yeah, 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 guy, and still don't do it. Or be the ones that sit there and saying, well, psh, I used to be your boss. You're that type of person. But Cooper Rush is willing to sit down and pick up what Keller Moore is putting down. It worked in Minnesota, and it worked in this game against Cincinnati. I want to hear the excuse about, oh, well, Cincinnati is just a bad team. I don't want to hear that crap. Because at the end of the day, everybody know that all Super Bowl teams, no matter if they were the winners or the bridesmaids, always traditionally have a bad season unless you were the freaking Patriots. Period. They don't go back. So I don't want to hear, oh, well, the, the Bengals were a bad team. If they were such a bad team, why the world they came back? Hmm? We had to be them by a field goal. So I don't want to hear this because if the rules were reversed, people would be like typical Dallas Cowboys. Well, Cincinnati is coming back on the charge. Y'all know the routine. So I don't want to hear this type of Cincinnati is a bad team. No. We just know Cincinnati is going to have a bad season anyway. The Cowboys came out to play, and they won. So, what do we do from here? This is what Cowboy Nation need to do. First of all, watch what you say about this team. Meaning, if you go sit there and criticize Mike McCarthy and Jerry Jones by every damn thing, Praise them when we win and we do something right. Because at the same time, you want to sit there and chop the head off a snake. You better pet that snake, feed that snake, and appreciate that snake when we win. Because Mike McCarthy has done a lot for this football team. More than Jason Garrett has ever done. And you want to know the one thing that Mike McCarthy have over Jason Garrett? A Super Bowl. 
not as a backup, but as an actual coach. And real me this, Batman. Aaron Rodgers liked to talk crap about Mike McCarthy. Uh, when have Aaron Rodgers won another Super Bowl? Any takers? Anybody want to answer that? Aaron Rodgers is a bad man, but been choking in the NFC Championship game. I don't want to hear, though, at least he made it. Yeah, made it to lose. Or did they even make it to the NFC Championship game? Let's look it up. Let's look it up. Let's look it up. I love doing these. Uh, let's see. Pro foot. Oh. I don't like to look at that pro fitness bull crap. What up? Let's check it out. Let's check it out. Here we go. Oh, let's look it up. Uh, I'm using the pro football reference. Let's see. Let's check out the playoffs. Playoffs? We talking playoffs? So last year. So let's see, let's see, let's let's check something out. Let's 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 let me Morris, let's be fair. So they went to the playoffs. Oh, let me see. Wild card, wild card. Let me see. I'm trying to find the Super Bowl. Okay. Uh-huh. Let's see. Super Bowls won four. We already know that. All right. So I remember because I was downrange. They won the Super Bowl because they played Pittsburgh, as we can see right here as I see that. So let's be fair. Under Mike McCarthy. Under Mike McCarthy. Aaron Rodgers, the Aaron Rodgers era, be gone. They went on to win the Super Bowl. And Aaron, um, Mike McCarthy's tenure with Tampa Bay, and Tampa Bay, with the Green Bay Packers ended in 2018. But also during that span, after Mike McCarthy left, you had LaFleur. It's in 2019. Under his tenure, they lost two conference championships, 0-2. And And then they lost a divisional, which is before the conference. So, is Aaron Rodgers still a bad man for choking in the playoffs? Definitely wouldn't matter to go to the Super Bowl. I'm, I'm just, I'm just asking for a friend. And then, y'all couldn't even make it last year. My point is, 
My point is that Mike McCarthy single-handedly helped Aaron Rodgers to become the man that he is. Because everybody know what Brett Favre was doing. Brett Favre did not want Aaron Rodgers to start. That's why Brett Favre left. Aaron Rodgers kind of doing it right now with his with his backups, but that's a whole different story. My point is this. Because during that whole entire time, Mike McCarthy told Aaron Rodgers, this is how I want it. That's why they had the back and forth. And a lot of y'all, including Cowboy Nation, when we was going through that losing streak, was sitting there pointing the blame at Mike McCarthy, sitting there saying, see, Aaron Rodgers said all these things about him, and it turned out to be right. But nobody's talking about the time when LaFleur and Aaron Rodgers was going at it. Because I always said this, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers needed a yes man. And the first season, LaFleur was sitting there saying, yes, Aaron Rodgers, we could do this play. We could do that play. And then LaFleur finally found out that he's a head coach and he had nuts going at it with him. And now all of a sudden, people are quiet. Or you have some people now saying, oh, yeah, Aaron Rodgers is a diva. But nobody's sitting there telling Mike McCarthy, like, oh, we, we sorry, Mike. We didn't know that you was going through this. We didn't know that you was going through this with him. I hear nobody apologizing. But see, people are quiet now. Now Aaron Rodgers is anti-vax on this spiritual journey BS and all that stuff and people giving them passes. I mean, so many damn passes is it probably break the record that Eli Manning set in a single season. Like, good grief. But Mike McCarthy, not Aaron Rodgers, Put Packers back in relevancy. To this day. To this day. And that's what Mike McCarthy's doing with the Cowboys. That's why he hired people like Dan Quinn. Jerry Jones didn't hire him. Mike McCarthy did. Jerry Jones just had to approve. Yes, he's the final approval authority. But it's Mike McCarthy who hires them. He hires the staff, not Jerry. Yes, Jerry got a lot of power, but let's be clear, ladies and gentlemen. Jerry Jones is not there on the field. He's not the one having the whistle, blowing blowing the whistle when he see a wrong play. Let's, let's stop giving Jerry Jones that much of a credit. This is still Mike McCarthy's team. Jerry Jones that's own it. Mike McCarthy is the one that hires his staff, not Jerry Jones or Stephen Jones. So let's stop that. But all in all, because that's a different show all of its own. I've been saying lots of things on here that's that deserves a separate show because this Cooper Rush thing has opened up a can of worms on this Cowboys team and Cowboys Nation that nobody's willing to talk about. 
Mike McCarthy is the right head coach. And he's proven it. And it's time for y'all to put some respect on his name. Stop blaming him for every goddamn thing. And if you're going to sit there and have that energy, have the same energy when he does something right. Give this man some damn credit. As well as Jerry Jones, too. Period. Jerry Jones may not be the best owner in your eyes, but he's still the owner that gave us three Super Bowl rings. Still have the Cowboys still profitable. A lot of y'all sitting here saying, stop buying Cowboy stuff. People still want to buy Cowboy stuff. Even the haters. And you still going to watch the game. And you still going to be doing the same thing. Bitching and moaning. Jerry Jones is Jerry Jones that. And like Mike McCarthy, keep that same energy when we do good and praise that man. Because y'all expect us to win every single game. That would be nice. That would be great. But, unfortunately, we're going to have to take some hits on the chin. That's life. But it's what you do after the loss. Is it going to be a loss or are you going to turn into a lesson? And that's where the greatness comes from. Greatness don't come from coming back and winning. Greatness comes from what you do after that loss. That's what makes you great. How about this? I, 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 let me switch it up. It's back up, Morris. What makes people great is what they do after a loss. The greatness is when you come back to win the game. You start to be great when you learn from your mistakes. And the greatness is when you show it when you're down and out and you come back to win. That's greatness on full display. So when those times happen, you better praise Jerry Jones. Fuck the 27 years of not making it to a Super Bowl because you got other teams out there that, that not even, we don't even compare to how long since they've been, since they won the Super Bowl or even been there. So after haters, because they groupies anyway. When they you know, say y'all haven't made it there for 27 years, why should you care? Should you be caring about your team? It's like them caring about how your relationship with your woman or with your man is going going on. How, why y'all not this? Why y'all not that? Why you not worrying about your old lady or your old man? Why you up in my house? That's all they do. Don't even care about that freaking chatter. Because if you're not caring about what's going on in their world, caring about their garbage team, that should tell you a lot about their fandom or them as a fan. 
or how they want to be a fan of our team. But who cares? Because with every new year, just like this season that's barely got started, it's a whole new season. Doesn't matter how long it's been since you went to a Super Bowl. It's all about can you get there this year? Can you put your name as greatness next to greatness this year? Only people that should be caring about right now about last year's Super Bowls is defending champions, the Rams. Because they got the weight of the world on their shoulders. They got the biggest target on their back because they're the defending champions. Everybody else, it's a whole new season. And they want to hoist up that Lombardi trophy. That's what matters. And that's why Cooper Rush, because y'all can remember, week two, week two is where Cooper Rush single-handedly threw the doubts, through being a backup all this time, for being forgotten that he won a game that saved our season last year. From being put on waivers to be coming back on his team. And winning again. After all that, winning again, saving the season. We're going to look back on week two. It's not when Dak came back. It's going to be when Cooper Rush took the helm of this defense, led it to victories. Victories that everybody else thought we wouldn't win. And he won them for us. And handed, not handed the keys, tossed the keys to Dak. It's your offense now. You got the juice now. It's going to be on week two. And I like it how the NFC East is being competitive once again. I love it. Even though I hate the other freaking teams up in the freaking um, division. But guess what? I always said that we're going to come back to Providence. We're going to look back on week two with a strong division. And Cooper Rush not only kept our heads above water, he literally got us walking on water. And after that, Dak can finish the rest. So for all those who has support and Cooper Rush, even during all this haterade towards Cooper Rush, I'm here to tell you that you're right. Keep that support going. When you go next, when you go by a, a fellow cowboy fan or hear them chitter chattering, when before they were sitting there talking all this crap about Rush, now all of a sudden they talk all this good about Rush, remind them that you was right the whole entire time and make them say that you was right the whole entire time because you deserve that. You deserve it.
rub it in their faces and tell them, oh, I thought you didn't like Cooper Rush. Now you like him because he's winning? Hmm? You thought backups, we need a new quarterback? Rub it in their faces. Don't give a damn if it hurt their feelings. Just let them know. Just let them know. And don't make them forget. And I'm going to end it on this. Cowboy Nation, we need to get our shit together. Definitely a lot of you. Three-fourths. No, I won't say three-fourths. Half of Cowboy Nation need to get your shit together. Not act together. Get your shit together. Because y'all need to learn to keep the same damn energy. Because when you say one thing, but do it completely another, when it's not the thing that you were agreed on. No, let me, why that, Moses? Let me, let me simplify that for you. When you criticize anything about this team, Keep that same energy when they finally get it right. Don't sit here and be distracted because it's a win and just pretend all of our problems and all the issues and the criticism you had just disappear. But then if we lose again, now all of a sudden those issues, those criticisms and those problems reappear. Now all of a sudden, F. Jerry F. Mike McCarthy. Keep that same energy when we get the win. Not just because we won, but just because Mike McCarthy coached a great game and that Jerry Jones knew what he did when he hired the staff. Because I've, to tell you the truth, we're not going to win them all. But if we win enough to make it not only to through, through the playoffs, but to the NFC championship game, that's all that matters. You realize I say not the Super Bowl because that should not be our goal every year, even though that's what everybody, every team is striving for. Our goal as it does, Cowboys, is to make it to the NFC championship game. We win that, we're going to the dance. But that's our goal, because we've already been killing this goal of just make it to the playoffs. We've been killing that for years now. Now, it is up to us to make it to the NFC Championship game. That's our goal. And Cowboy Nation, definitely the half that I'm talking to, you need to keep the same damn energy when we do good and that would do it for me ladies and gentlemen once again i want to thank everybody for downloading the show thank y'all for listening and please don't forget to subscribe y'all keep forgetting to subscribe 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 support this channel there's gonna be some more cowboy news more cowboys podcasts from me and First of all, I just want to thank everybody for downloading the show, but subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Y'all got me over the 300 uh, download threshold. Thank y'all so very, very much. Um, I have been your host on the Monte Morris. This has been the Alamonte Report. I am fresh off my Hawaii vacation. I'm happy to be back. Y'all just don't know. But 
I love each and every one of y'all, and I mean that. And even though I'm coming at half a Cowboy Nation, I still love y'all. One team, one fight, as an old uh, slogan that one of our uh, platoons had back in when I was in Big Army. But other than that, um, but one team, one fight. We all Cowboys fans. Um, we all got different perspectives. But my thing is we need to keep the same energy on both sides. So that's all I got to say about that. And I want to also end it with this. How about them Cowboys? Y'all have a good one. Catch y'all later.